Hey there, retailers. Today, we are going to have a little mid-year review. I know we're not quite, quite, quite into the middle of the year yet, but June marks the middle of the year, and it's a really important time for us to start reflecting and looking back on what's happened so far and where we're going. We have a tendency to start slowing down right about now. I don't mean so much in our shops. Maybe you might be really busy in your store, but maybe in our mindset or in our thoughts um, and things that we're doing, we might stop paying attention to the little things. Summer's coming. We're busy. Some people are finally getting out and about with all of this COVID mess and all of the things that have been happening. So let's take a pause. Let's not pause our business, but let's take a pause and look back and reflect on what's happened this year and do a little bit of a mid-year review. And then I'm going to give you some strategy and help and tips on how we can set ourselves up for the best of the rest of the year. So the best of the rest of 2021. So go grab a coffee or whatever you're doing. Last week, uh, somebody told me they were waiting in line for gas. Anybody else have to wait in line for gas? Listening to the podcast. So shout out to Kirsten from The Wooden Butterfly. Whatever you're doing, we're going to get into how we can set ourselves up for the best of the rest of the year. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Okay, planning. Planning is not something that anybody wants to talk about, right, my friends? I want to read a little quote from one of my coaches, Jeffrey Shaw. He just wrote a new book called The Self-Employed Life. And I've had the pleasure of coaching with Jeff for some time. He has a great podcast called The Self-Employed Life as well. and. I just love his philosophy and his way of looking at being self-employed. And this quote, even though I've been coaching with him for a while, I had never heard him say it in this way, but the biggest risk is not in what you build. It is in not supporting what you build. Boom, right? The biggest risk is not in what you build. It is in not supporting what you build. So how I read that and how I uh, translate it when I'm working with my retailer clients You know, we have these beautiful shops, right? Beautiful shops that we've built and taken our dreams and, you know, our guts and our hard work and sweat and all of the things that have gone into opening your shop. I'm I'm laughing because I'm picturing the day before we even opened our shop. I, I was just, you know, thousand degrees and sweaty and I was scraping old carpet off of the bathroom floor. You know, the things we do right before we open our shop. And all of the cool things that, you know, we have because of our business, our cool customers and running our shop and all of the millions of things. But we've built this beautiful business, right? It's a dream come true for most of the retailers that I work with. They've built this thing, right? We've built this cool thing. It's, you know, it's really fun. 
But the the problems or the hard things and the struggles come when we're not supporting it. The foundations are crumbling behind us, right? That's, you know, my journey. I've shared that many times with you here on the podcast. And if you're in any of my coaching groups, you know, it's something I share a lot. We can get away with winging it for so long. We can build the thing and with our sweat equity and all the knowledge we have as we build. But over time, we need to hone our skills. We need to build our foundation stronger. We need to stop winging it and start being super intentional. And that's where planning comes in. And that's why I am always, always, always harping. That would be what my husband would say. (laughs) I'm harping. I don't mean to harp. I mean to always remind you that we have to be looking at planning ahead for our beautiful businesses to keep them strong. And we always have to be learning and growing. All of us. I just mentioned my coach, you know, I work, I've been working with Jeff. I have three coaches myself, right? There's always things that we need to be learning. No one knows it all, right? So this, this is our job, right? Your job, my job, is planning. Planning is now part of your your <laughs> resume or whatever we're calling it, you know, our our CV. We have to become planners, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Today I want to talk to you about a little bit of a mid-year review. It's something that I started doing with one of my coaches. See, are you seeing a pattern here today? So I work extensively with Rachel Cook and she was doing mid-year reviews with her clients and we were doing these, you know, things. I I struggle to be honest. I don't need to do that. I'm on track. I'm doing all right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But when I started really diving into doing a mid-year review and when I started doing them with my clients, it's just magic, magic happens. I keep saying that maybe that's maybe I shouldn't say magic happens. But things shift. We talk regularly about tipping the dominoes, like the one thing that might open up the next thing and the next thing, and it's going to get better, it's going to make things easier, it's going to help you reach your goals. So part of that is planning, right? That's just something that we have to do. So it doesn't have to be complicated. And we can do it with ease. I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that. And the first step when it comes to our mid-year review, and again, I know we're, you know, we're at the end of May as you're listening to this. So going into June, it's the end of the second quarter. There's been ups and downs this year for everybody in most of the world. I know we have listeners listening from all over the world. Hey guys, so nice that you're here and I'm flattered that you're listening. So everybody has different seasons. It's been, it's been a really hard season for people who are still in COVID and shutdowns and quarantine and all of that. And then there's lots of other awesome things happening in other places where they're opening up. And so it's been a really interesting year, (laughs) continues to be an interesting time to be a retailer and the stronger, and I'm going to keep saying this, the stronger your foundations are, right? That thing, that beautiful business that we've built As long as we can keep it going with having those wonderful foundations behind us, the further you're going to go and the the stronger you're going to feel. And a lot of it is feel, right? So for this uh, mid-year review, I want you to give yourself grace and compassion. That is something we have a tendency to forget, right? We forget that, you know, and we're always thinking about the things we're not doing. I, I, I see that a lot. I feel that a lot. We all see that a lot. I want you to give yourself grace and compassion But even for listening here and taking notes and implementing, you know, and going forward, give yourself grace and high fives for doing that, you know, your your leaps and bounds ahead of others, 
So we can't beat ourselves up for all the things we didn't do or we haven't done or we wish we had done or we don't have time to do. We have to just keep planning and keep moving forward. We're all doing the best we can and identifying where we need to go and how we have to show up as our best self and moving forward through the rest of 2021. It's going to feel good if you know you're showing up as your best self and you're doing all the things. It's going to feel good, right? So as we jump into our mid-year review, the first thing we have to do is look back. And this is the same thing. And if you listen to my yearly planning series that we did in January, it's one of the same steps. We have to look back. So looking back over the first two quarters of the year, so from January until now, we want to look back and really see what went right and what went wrong. We want to start analyzing our numbers and I can feel people like, I don't know, I don't want to do that. Right. So a simple way to do that, if you're an inner circle member and you're listening, hey, shout out to all of you. You've been so supportive. I want you to look at your dashboard every month inside our retailers inner circle. We uh, provide at the beginning of the month, we call it a dashboard. And it, it comes from thinking of your business like an airplane. I talk about this a lot in my small group coaching as well in Retail Made Simple, which is open, by the way, and starts again in June. We're going to do it again in June. But we talk a lot about as if you're the pilot of a plane and you're driving and the dashboard is, you know, all those knobs that we need. So that's all the metrics. Nobody wants me to call them metrics. Nobody wants to talk about the math. But those are things that we do need to measure. So we make it simple on this dashboard. But if you're not a member of the retailer's inner circle, jump on the wait list. You're going to want to be a member. I'm telling you lots of fun things happening there. And we're cool. (laughs) Cool peeps. Right, guys? Anyway, on the dashboard, one of the first things on the first sheet is a, a, it's just keeping track of your numbers. You know, where are you now? What's your revenue? What, what was revenue last month? What's your revenue goal this month? Statistics, really just, you know, where, what's your email list and what, what's your average order value? All of those things that are real simple, grab them, put them on the sheet. Those are important numbers. Those are the dials that we are going to tweak and shift and, you know, a little bit up here and a little bit down there and you know, those kind of things. It's going to give you that lift off of that airplane, right? It's going to lift you up and off. And that's how magic happens with retail. And though that's important. That's where we're going to help measure our traffic, measure our conversions, measure our sales. That's what conversions are, right? And, you know, measuring our foot traffic and all of these cool things that we should be me- measuring. And we talked about in the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about the math and the numbers and simplifying them for you. Well, all of this comes together when we're doing our mid-year review. So when I'm looking back, and again, if you haven't got all these numbers, don't beat yourself up. It's all good. Start now. (laughs) It's all fine. But you should have, or you probably have some metrics, you know, your revenue, your sales, your expenses, go look at your profit and loss sheets, go look at your balance sheet, look at your inventory, you know, take a good hard look at everything that's happened. But look at your numbers and see where you are and see if you are hitting those goal posts that you set for yourself for your business. So where are you? Are you ahead? Are you behind? You know, these are the questions we want to ask ourselves. So that's the first part, looking back and we're going to look at the numbers. We're going to look at, you know, why is our email list not growing or why is our foot traffic down? These are not answers that you're going to say, oh, I don't know. 
there's reasons, right? Why, why was last month really good? And this month is not, and oh, well, we didn't do marketing and be really honest. I keep track of everything. We keep track of our marketing that's happening, our events that we've had sales, although you all know, I don't like sales, but you know, anything that we have that might be, you know, brought extra people or, you know, where we shut down when we have some people that, you know, we're looking at numbers and, you know, why didn't I make that goal? So the question we ask ourselves is exactly that. What didn't work? <laughs> what didn't work? Like, well, we tried this event, didn't bring anybody in. So that's fine. The next question is, you know, were we consistent with our marketing? Did we put a marketing plan in place? Did we execute it? Yes, we did. No, we didn't. You know, we go down one path or the other, right? So we know we didn't. Okay, how come? Why didn't we show up? Or why didn't we do this? Well, we got too busy. We didn't get emails out or whatever it is, whatever the thing is for you, be honest with yourself about that. This is not a judgment. Again, remember grace and compassion, but it can't be an excuse either. We have to identify and rectify. <laughs> That's really what we're doing with this mid-year review. This is a really good time to shake ourselves up. Other, other things are, you know, we did this and we increased our sales because, you know, we had a great weekend or we had a great month here and this is what we did. And looking back and you're like, oh, that worked really well. Well, guess what, my friend, we should do that again. We need to do more of what's working, right? We just need to do more of what's working. If events are working for you, if markets are working for you, whatever that thing is for you, for your marketing strategy, do more of that and do less of what's not working. Do more of what's working, do less of not. It's not rocket science. I told you it was simple. And I'm not trying to simplify it too much and make light of it. It really is that simple. If we have strategies in place and we have, you know, a, a plan and we execute it, you know, we can see if that works or doesn't work or what brought people in. Now, honestly, honestly, there's things that we're wobbly on. So maybe we didn't get our emails out or maybe we don't have a strong marketing plan in place. We have all this great intention of, but we don't. And, and why is that? That's the next, like, why didn't we do that? Well, I didn't have time. So that's a time management thing. We have to have time for marketing. It's just part of, it's one of the top things we have to do. Or maybe as a retailer told me last week, I didn't have any inventory. That's what she told me. She's like, I didn't have any inventory. I couldn't make my goals. I didn't have enough stuff. She said, I, saw, I was busy, but they couldn't buy it because they didn't have it. Well, if you didn't have it, you know, she didn't have it because she didn't order it. <laughs> she didn't order it because she didn't have time, but she should have had time. And I am not shooting on anybody. Again, listening to any of my podcasts, you know, it's not a should have, but that became a time and a management problem, right? Like, so she had to really prioritize her business. So the question becomes, where are you wobbly? <laughs> this is the very fancy terminology, but where do you feel wobbly? Like, where do you feel that, you know, I need to address this. This is not cool. I'm not good at this, or I'm not, I'm lacking in this. And, and, you know, again, grace and compassion, but identifying it. So making excuses is fine. Like we can, ex we can come up with the reason that something didn't happen, but you know, we didn't put a full marketing plan in place because we didn't know how, <laughs> or we didn't put a marketing plan or we didn't send out emails because we don't have an email. I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to do. I hate bugging people, all of these things, these excuses, but maybe it's just because we don't have the skill or the understanding or the knowledge or the, you know, I didn't look at my profit and loss. I wasn't paying attention because I don't know how to read it. I don't know. Maybe I need a bookkeeper. I don't know. Like, you know, these things, these are where we're wobbly. And we just have to be honest with ourselves about that. 
So identify your wobbly areas. <laughs> That's the very fancy technical name of that part of it. We call those skills gaps, really. I mean, it's the skills gaps and, and also habits, right? So do either habits that I need to put in place. So for me, and a really good example of a habit that I had to put in place, <laughs> I had to get in the habit of not opening my computer in the morning until, and like literally not opening my computer or my email or anything until I had my first big task of the day done. It's like a habit I have now. <laughs> it's like I have to do something or I'll get caught up in the rut. I have to have the habit of doing a CEO date every Monday morning and really staying to my calendar or the whole week goes sideways. So I, if I don't do my CEO date and I don't put those things on paper, and I've explained all how to do a CEO date in previous episodes and why, but you know, so we have to have habits. So maybe it's a habit that you have to get into and stick to. And we have all, all have things. And again, let's not beat ourselves up about it. Let's just identify it. Let's just be real and identify. And you know what? Everybody's wobbly someplace. That's you know, it's a myth if you think that all of your fellow retailers are all have their everything together and all of their foundations and everybody can do everything. And that's it's a myth. That's a real big myth. And we'll have to do a whole episode on that. So that's the first part of our mid-year review and checklist. But our first part is looking back and being honest with ourselves, but really digging into your numbers. So the more numbers you have, and I have retailers that I work with that have the dashboard filled out, they have all their metrics, they're looking at their conversions, they're looking at their profit and loss, they're looking at those, you know, really clearly, they're looking at them by category. So, you know, I really was hoping to do more workshops, or I was really hoping to sell more product line in this, I was hoping my subscription boxes would rate, you know, grow or, or the opposite. It's like, okay, I've really excelled at selling my subscription boxes or my workshops, but this category is down. So they're really analyzing and without having the information and the data or without knowing what you're looking at, you don't know where to spend your marketing time and money. And so going forward now, because that's all what we call lagging um, metrics, it's already happened. It's already happened. So why do you care when, <laughs> as I just explained, you know, knowing those things and knowing where to pay attention and where to look now, as we're moving forward into the, you know, the rest of the year, we can say, okay, well, you know what? I really, you know, I really want to increase my margins or I really need to decrease my expenses. So I'm really going to work on that or my, you know, I want to make more profits and I want to increase my paycheck, whatever your goals are for your business. Now we can, we have data, we have things to look at. We have things to look at. That's the fancy name guys. I told, you know, you know, you get all fancy around here, right? But you know what I'm saying? So now we have the data, we have the metrics it's not complicated. See what I'm saying? If you know that five more people coming into your shop is going to increase and you know, you know, your average order value. And again, we talked about the last episode, episode 58, go have a listen to that. It'll give you a really clear idea of what I'm talking about, about dialing these numbers, but we want, we can really attach our marketing going forward into the next quarters by knowing what's already happened, the lagging metrics. So the lagging metrics are showing us what's happened and giving us data. So we know where to push the gas going forward. So the second part of making our plan and looking at our, our mid-year review is really reviewing our goals for the third and fourth quarter. 
So if, you know, if you did your yearly goals and I hope you did in January and set your goals for the year, this is a really good time to just review those goals. Are we where we need to be? You know, looking at our data from the first two quarters, does it make sense? Is this still making sense? If you had, I don't know, one of my retailers had workshops as a, and I know not everybody listening does workshops, but if you have a service or something and one of my retailers, you know, had workshops as a large part of her revenue streams and is still closed. <laughs> it's been closed because of, you know, the thing that we hate talking about all the time. But, you know, so she still had lockdown, quarantine, closed, curbside only, no workshops. So what did she have to shit pivot just like everybody else, but she's just increased in other things. So she knows probably going into third quarter, we're looking at where she is. She probably won't be able to do workshops again or in third quarter. So she's, you know, adjusting her numbers, adjusting that schedule. So look at yours and, and ask yourself if they still make sense, if they're still obtainable. I always attach smart goals to all of my, all of my goals, right? So I'd like to see revenue goals put in place and we call, you know, they're goalposts, right? They're just goalposts. We just want to get as close to them as we can, but also reevaluating, not just our revenue goals, looking at our expense goals. That seems weird. We never talk about that, but you know, I want to keep my expenses down or I want to, you know, I really want to watch my payroll. I really want to look at, you know, how can I you know, negotiate some fees. We did that all last year. We talked a lot about that during, during the pandemic and trying to keep, you know, our, our lights on. Right. So review your, not just your sales goals, because again, revenue is only one tiny part of our existence, right? It's profit that we want to look at and profit is derived from revenue and minus expenses. So we should be looking at our expenses just as much and planning for those as we are our, our revenue, like the foot traffic coming in. So that's, that's something we want to do in the second part. We also want to just review if you, if you did the yearly goals, you, and did it listening through with my programs or listening through my series that I did in January, you made a vision or you had a vision of what you wanted the rest of the year to look like, where you want it to be on December 31st and how you want it to feel. So this is a time to sort of review that vision and mission. So, you know, again, what, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? You know, where do you want to be and what do you want to be proud of on December 31st? That's not just revenue. I'm a big believer, as you know, if you're listening or if you're just a new listener, I'm a big believer in it's lifestyle, it's balance. Well, I don't actually say balance because balance doesn't exist. It's harmony. It's what do we want our life to feel like, right? So what do we need, right? What do we need to feel like? What do we need to have happen over the next few months? Again, I've shared before, I've re retailers that sometimes, you know, it's not just about making a million dollars. It's about making enough to run a business that they're happy, but they also, they want profit. They want a paycheck but they want joy. I think that's those three things are something that are non-negotiable profits pay joy. And then, but they, like some retailers, like one of my retailers wanted to give up working weekends. So, you know, it seemed impossible, like an impossible task to her last year, or actually was 
two years ago, <laughs> pre-COVID, but she made it happen. You know, we got everything all in place and she ended up that she was able to, her goal was to spend more time with her family, right? So that was one of her things along with her profit, pay and joy was running a profitable business that allowed her the freedom and the lifestyle that she wanted. Isn't that why we are in business is, you know, for most of us, we're not just here to run a fortune 500 company. I mean, it's wonderful if that's, you know, if you're running this big corporation, that's, you know, you're probably not listening to me if that's your business. We can be super profitable. We can be super successful, but we can also have a super life to go with it. So that's the goal for a lot of us, right? To get to that point. It's harder in the first years, but as we go, right? As we go, we grow, we learn. So review your vision for how you want your life to be on December 31st. I keep saying like, what what are we celebrating if I call you on December 31st and ask you, you know, or we're sitting around having a glass of champagne together. What are we celebrating? How do you want to feel on December 31st? I would love, love, love if I could come and sit with you and have a glass of champagne on December 31st. That would make me so happy. It's my goal, my dream in my big bucket vision to someday go on a road trip and visit all my retailers. Anyway, someday. Can't even leave my county right now. But that's a, another story for another day. But I just want you to, so that's the second part of that. So I want you to think about are, do your goals still align for Q3 and Q4? Your revenue goals, your lifestyle goals, we want to break those down by revenue stream. And um, again, revenue coming in and expenses. So if there's something in your store, you have a vision of for fourth quarter, you want to have a live Santa Claus standing in your window all day long, every day, 24 seven. I don't know. I'm being obviously totally way out there. But if you have a vision for something that you want to happen in your store or your life, you know, there's a cost to it, right? That's an expense. So we have to make sure that we're accounting for that. So we're not just talking about more marketing, more marketing and hoping more people come in. We're making plans to put that in place, right? So we are accounting for it. We're looking at those numbers. We're setting those revenue goals. So it's, you know, always going to be what like we're going to reverse engineer all of this right? We're going to reverse engineer how we're going to get there. So for Q3 and Q4, there's numbers attached to that. We know our keep the lights on number is something that's really important. That's the number we have to make no matter what. And I always say that should include your paycheck, my friends. And because to me, that's a non-negotiable, you need to have a paycheck, an actual physical yes paycheck. We have a whole podcast on that. I think you can go back and listen to that. And, you know, so then, so we have those numbers. We also have the lifestyle goals we want, and we're going to be doing some holiday planning and stuff to help you with, you know, going into Q3 and Q4, but identifying those goals are really important and what you want. So I like to break those down into like five goals, five things that I want to happen. So maybe you want to add your e-commerce site, or maybe you want to build a new DIY studio, or maybe you want something in your shop. You want things to happen. Maybe it's, you know, you're, you're going to get your marketing plan in place, whatever that those goals are for you that you need to set and you need to work towards. This is a good time to review those, like look at them and see if they align with your yearly goals. I think of it like a roadmap, right? We can, we need to have a plan. We need to know where we're going. We need to know how we're going to get there, right? So Yes, there's going to be bumps in the road. Yes, there's going to, we're going to be over the hills, under the mountains, around the bend, all of the things, but we need to have that roadmap. We have to have that plan in place. And again, this is our job. This is your job as the CEO of your beautiful business to make sure that those foundations are there. 
So identifying what you need to get to use this roadmap to get where you need to go. That's where, you know, that's, that's important. That's what this step is for. So the last part is really simple, but not, (laughs) it's the planning part. It's how do I plan? This is this question I get all the time. How do I put this all on paper, Wendy? How do I do that? And, you know, really, again, we set these goalposts revenue wise, and again, we include expenses. We make sure we're looking at the revenue streams. We're paying attention to margins. We're looking at all these numbers. And it's, you know, when you really sit down and you think about and break away your revenue streams and we say, okay, we're going to do, you know, this is our goal is to work through, increase our gift, you know, our, our clothing or our jewelry or our book sales, whatever, by this percentage. And you're going to see, like, you're going to see that moving numbers around just a little bit is really exciting. Actually, it's those dials on that plane that we keep talking about. So we're going to set those goals. We're going to make sure, and this is the step that's probably like, besides the actual planning of what you want and what you need, the second, the next step is having a kick butt marketing plan and strategy in place to do this because it doesn't have to be rocket science. It can be as simple as long as you're doing all of the pieces of the marketing puzzle. And I'm not talking about more social media. I'm talking about making sure you have a marketing plan in place. And that's, you know, how are you attracting new people? How are you engaging and nurturing? How are you serving? How are you over delivering? These are the questions you hear me talk about these all the time of my five-part marketing series. This is something inside my inner retailer's inner circle that is a core piece of our content that we talk about all the time and that we teach because traffic matters, right? <laughs> traffic matters. And it's not just about more people coming in. It's the right people coming in. And it's also not about more social media. It's about different types and fishing in different pools, as we say, not fishing in the same pool. But having it on paper is simple. And again, if you are a retailer inner circle, a reminder, remember that a reminder that we have that all on the dashboard every month, a way for you to sit down and the questions to ask yourself to see if you are filling all those gaps and making sure that all of those parts of your marketing plan are in place. So again, that's all inside the inner circle dashboard that we give our retailers every month. So again, we're now into the planning session, you know, how do we plan this? And then one of uh, the next thing is brainstorming. And, And again, almost in conjunction with the first part of looking back, brainstorm who you need help from or what you need to learn or the skills you need to adapt or the habits you need to create in order for this to happen. Because implementing, listening to me talk about this is nothing. Like It's like, oh yeah, I should do this. But implementing is what it's, is what's needed. So come back to me if you've been, if your mind is wandering or you're doing 25,000 things while you're listening to me, I want you to remember all of the knowledge that you hear, all the things, you know, you sh- it's just going to contribute to the fact that you feel like you should be doing all these things, right? It's just going to weigh you down if you're not implementing all these things. So knowing all these things, knowing that you need to do these and then saying enough is enough. I'm going to implement these things. I'm going to figure out my time management. I'm going to figure out how to put my CEO hat on really, really tightly and proudly and strong. And I'm going to move forward. I'm going to get a marketing plan in place. I'm going to 
learn how to be the boss or whatever it is that you feel, maybe that one of your gaps. And these are the things that I see a lot. If you're feeling wobbly, wobbly with your financials and your budgets and your margins, and you don't know, you don't know your, you know, your foot traffic and your, you know, average customer order, and you don't know why you need to know those and you don't know, or maybe you're lacking confidence or, you know, and I hate saying confidence. I, I want, I always like to remind people that confidence is a learned thing. It's not something that anybody comes built with. Maybe the bionic man. Does anybody remember the bionic man? I'm really old, but confidence is learned. Confidence is not something. And I've shared this before. Confidence is a skill that's learned. So when you first started driving, you weren't confident driving. You got in the car, you were wobbly. You just, you know, you practice, practice, practice. Now you're probably don't think about it when you go out driving. It's the same with running a business, the different areas of running your retail business or your shop and your beautiful shop, those foundational pieces they're there. You just want to get more confident and you'll learn different things. It's a skill. It's something that we learn, right? So even your mindset about being the boss or about being the team leader and about running and that your, your, your mindset about being confident about those things, that's kind of meta, I guess, but decision-making and forecasting and planning and organizing your time and managing your time and putting systems in place and, oh, all the things, right? That's not, that's not like innately, you know, we're not born with, that. there's no retailers that are like, Oh, I'm going to open a shop and I'm going to run everything. And I'm going to have a hundred, hundred percent at everything. That is not a thing. It's just not a thing. I've never seen that. If you know anybody like that, let me know. I'd love to meet them. But what I'm saying is just think about the skills or the confidence that you want to grow with your business and where can you get that or who can you reach out to? And maybe it's, you know, having a conversation with your banker or your lawyer or, you know, maybe if you have a business coach or if you need a business coach, I kind of know one just saying, but you know, this is the stuff that I teach. This is the stuff I get passionate about, but you know, understanding how to put your marketing and understanding how to be that CEO, be that boss and put all of these things in place. That's where the magic happens. That's where the things are going to move. That's how it's going to, you're going to help. And again, that, that quote that I shared at the beginning, the biggest risk is not in what you build, which I want you all to think about when you first opened your business, you felt so risky, right? Like the biggest risk is not in what you build, it is not, it is in not supporting what you build. I don't know. That just hit me over the head when I read that. That's from Jeffrey Shaw's new book, The Self-Employed Life. And I just, that is what it is. It's supporting this beautiful business that you've built and getting just getting kick butt at it, guys. You can do it. I see it every day. I have I work with amazing retailers that are just. It's just amazing watching that that confidence in different areas, right? Confidence in different areas. So that's a recap. So I'm just going to go quickly through the steps again. So you want to go back, look over your monthly review, look at your profit and loss and your balance sheet and what went right, what went wrong, what feels wobbly. And, you know, where do you, you know, where are your skills gap in that part? Looking back, like where were your skills gap? Why didn't things happen? The second part is setting your goals, making sure that you have reviewing your yearly goals making sure that we're on track for Q3 and Q4 to reach those goals, revenue-wise, lifestyle-wise, all of the things, the vision that you have for Q3 and Q4, are we on our way there? Is it is it cool? You feel good about it? You know, how do you feel about all this? And what do we need to do? Like identify that roadmap of the things that we need to do. And we can put our marketing plan, plan in place. We can put all of that together. And that's the third part. We just plan it out, right? We plan out Q3 and Q4 
by you know cementing on the the revenues the the streams we're going to do for those different revenue streams to hit those goals we're going to put a marketing plan in place that aligns with those goals so if we want more workshops we're going to talk about more workshops if we want you know we're going to we're going to put things in place if we need to increase visibility if we need more foot traffic if we need more new customers we attach the proper marketing to that and again not necessarily more social media it could be you know collaborating it could be getting on the news it could be just talking to your people more, sending out more emails. We have to just figure out what's going to work in all of the different categories, attracting, nurturing, engaging, serving, and wowing and delighting our customers, right? And then we're going to make sure we are brainstorming who can help us, where we can get the help and the support, and we're going to implement. We are not just going to think about this and beat ourselves up. We're going to give ourselves grace and compassion, but we are also going to do the thing that's going to move that domino that I talked about earlier, like that the things that are going to help move the needle and get out of this um, winging it mode because we can't have a strong business and this beautiful business if we're winging it all the time. Trust me, I that's where I was and that's where a lot of retailers I work with, it feels really good to you. When you stop winging it, you're going to feel like a rock star. I'm telling you right now, you feel like a rock star when you stop winging it. And you know what? Things are going to happen. Hello. 2020 and into 2021, things are going to happen on with that roadmap that we're creating. But, you know, at least we have the plan and we know where we're going and we feel confident and we have the skills. So if you need any support, I do want to remind you our small group coaching, as of this recording, as I'm recording this right now, my small group coaching has a few seats left. We start on May 31st and we have a few seats left at this time. And we run the month of June. And this is my skills building, retail made simple, four weeks, get her done. It's about two weeks of your time commitment during the four weeks. If you can't join us, it's self-guided as in that you get the recordings, but we have weekly calls. You have me as a coach for the entire month of June. If you have a lot on your plate, you know, maybe whatever, all the things that are happening in June, a lot on your plate, all of the recordings are available for you. And you can just do the, maybe the one hour a week if you want to do the coaching with us. And you have lifetime access to that course after the month of June, but you have complete access to me for the entire month of June. My intention for running this in the month of June is, and I'm calling it summer camp for retailers for shop owners, I guess, just because I want to come get everybody like feeling confident, feeling that, you know, understanding your numbers, understanding your marketing. We do CEO work. We call the first week is all about being the boss and being the CEO of your beautiful business and understanding why it's so important and how to think like a boss. We think we think like a boss sometimes, but sometimes we don't. And sometimes we kind of forget some of the things that are, you know, important. And we talk, we have an entire week of financials and math and numbers, but simplified from me to you, you know, it's simplified all the way through. So if you like some of the information you've heard here today and you need some support, I highly would encourage you to join us for Retail Made Simple. Again, we'll have the link in the show notes for you. We start May 31st. It runs the entire month of June. And it's really one of those courses. I'm super proud of this course. I only run it a couple times a year. So if it's something that you feel like you need, again, oh, we do, what do we do? So with CEO work, we do the math and metrics and the numbers, we call it the, the financial week. We do an entire week of marketing and promotions. And the last week we do planning, planning and organizing. Anybody need some time with time management? Hmm. 
all of those things we put together. So we put a lot of things in the, on the last week, we do 90 day um, planning and teach you how to do your 90 day plan. That's how I work in a 90 day plan, just to make sure things are always moving forward. So I would love to see you there. It's a small group. This is a small group. It's the most deep diving you can, an affordable way to work with me to get your skills leveled up if that's where you want to go. So thank you, my friend, for listening today. I'm so grateful everybody's here and listening and, you know, working on your businesses. You wouldn't have listened to this whole podcast. You wouldn't be listening to this part right now if you weren't one of the retailers that's not looking to support that beautiful business that you have grown. And I'm so um, grateful to have you here. Please remember, leave us a review. Let me know any takeaways that you have from today. And I would love to know how you're doing in your journey of, you know, where you feel you are in the middle of your year as we do this mid-year review. Just really curious. I'm more nosy than not. So you can share that over on the Rockstar Shop Owners free Facebook group. You can go join us over there. We continue the conversation over there regularly. And I'll be in there this week just to check up on you and see how you're doing with your mid-year review. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week. I'll see you next week, guys. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.